This is Plus Money Golf on the Patriot Sports Network. A golf betting podcast that's better than most. What he said. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. And now, here are your hosts, Adam, Smitty, and Eric. Good evening. Welcome to Plus Money Golf, the show with the pro and the caddy. That would be Adam and Smitty. My name is Eric. I'm just the host. Adam is here. Smitty is out there innovating the game of basketball at the high school level for the time being, but he'll be back. Adam, how you doing? Good, man. Another good week for us. I was, uh, man, I I don't know what to say. I wish we would have picked Chris Kurt to win. I mean, dude, just going off like 7,500. I was like, oh, I don't know. Well, we had him in a top 10, so technically it counts yeah. as us picking another winner. If you look, Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. We had two Sepp for two. Straka. Sepp Straka yeah. plus 425 in the top 10. The guy just won there. Come on. Yeah. I got him at plus 500 on Tuesday, nice. and then. Uh, he was at plus 240 on a top 20. So, yeah, it was a good week. I mean, not, not. Adam, I'm going to pop in here. Hey, that video just aired for the first time. And I got to say that Jason, the commish Cooper made that. And I think he really did Smitty a disservice by putting you in front because you get to see your swing first. And then that's what you see. <laughs> and then the next one right then is Smitty's. It's like, oh, probably should have reversed those. Yeah, his is smaller, so it works out all right. Yeah. I like the uh, coal chamber Pantera, whatever we got there at the last few seconds. That, that yeah. gets me ready. It gets me fired up for a show. Yeah, we did all right at the Honda Classic. Who was in the lead there that choked? Horschel was in the lead after day one, and I was like, oh, this is just going to be perfect. And then everybody started going low, and he didn't go low. So kind of backfired a little bit. But, I mean, all in all, it wasn't too too bad. No. It's dropping up with T5, so Hell he was yeah. close to getting in there. So a couple long shots could have won. Uh, the dude that was in the playoff, I didn't even know who that was or the guy whatever. who was the guy who was in first there and yeah, just sort of he got nervous and anxious. It seemed like the last couple holes, it was clear he was going to be caught. Yeah, he was juiced up, and Kurt, you know, pawns it instead of. Why? I don't know. You got a one-shot lead going into 18. I could see why the other guy's on the green and forced it in. Then, of course, the old announcer's curse got the guy in the playoff uh, <laughs> when he said he's 16 of 16 from inside 20 feet this week, and then he lips out, and there's a video online. You could probably find it of his wife and his mom. Like, they had the camera on him when he missed that putt, and his wife was like, oh, I can't believe he missed it, and his mom had that look like, the mom that can't accept losing. She was just like, she had the what the fuck look. And it, she was not happy. Like she was like one of those coaches that, you know, the end of the national championship when they lose, it was just like, I cannot believe that happened. It was pretty good. <laughs> like JT's dad. Kind of. I watched yeah. the first, I watched the first two episodes of full swing on Netflix today. I'm in, I'm in. I love it. As a, casual golf fan who watches Saturday and Sunday sometimes it really introduced me to these guys and lets me know who they are like I'm going to be yeah. more of a fan of some of these guys yeah and it kind of lets you know that most of the time when we see them it's just in the interviews or if they do social media it's yeah. not like anything else and it kind of gets you into the I guess their the back door of their house to see what's going on 
it's just a not it's non-stop. They always have some place they have to be and something they need to appear for. Or it's unreal. Do. Plus trying to practice and then flying to all these majors and playing practice rounds various times of the year. It's just I mean, it shows how much money they put into it. You know, it's not yeah, like the other sports where you have NBA and those guys, it's the same, pretty much same field every time, you know, same size field, same size, everything, no Team conditions. Plane. Yeah. And they're not, you know, dropping 40 K to make a round trip flight to Tulsa to play a practice round <laughs> in the middle of the season from Dallas and then, you know, flying back to Dallas. So I didn't realize Spieth and JT had been playing golf competitively head to head since they were 13 years old. Yeah. What a cool story to get all the way to the absolute top with your buddy. Yeah. There's a lot of that going on now where you see more of the, I guess, guys from junior golf and AJGA and college that are actually buddied up. And somebody was talking about it this week um, at the tournament. There was a bunch of guys from, I think, the North Carolina class a few years ago that were all at the tournament. And they were saying, you know, it's kind of, I wouldn't say clicky, but all the guys that went to college together kind of hang out and play practice rounds together. So as he said, it's nice to, for us North Carolina guys to be up here with the Georgia and the Oklahoma state guys and the Texas guys. So it's pretty cool. From what I can tell Brooks Kepka is broken. He needs to go on yeah. like an Aaron Rodgers vision quest and expand his mind and understand that it's not that big of a deal and just relax. Yeah. I mean, it's he's thinking about the fact that he's thinking too much. Yeah. I think maybe this year in the majors, if he has, I wouldn't say a win, but a top five, that's going to be maybe something to get him over the hurdle. So he's one of the guys where I was, I mean, I kind of don't didn't like, I liked him and then I didn't like him that he left. But now after I watched that, I was kind of being a refan. but I think, you know, if he gets a chance to get a top five, it's really going to get him over the hump to where he might, do better in, you know, the other majors. So I don't yeah, know. It's, it's all in his head. He just needs to believe it's going to happen. Dude, it's, and, it's a tough and game. Well, but he's sitting there like, well, this guy's probably not thinking about anything. He's going to kick my ass. I'm sitting here thinking about what he's thinking about. And then he just puts it in the woods. Yeah. And <laughs> why do you see all these guys that get to number one, like Justin Rose, Jason day, and these guys, and they just fall off the map. And it's, it's all mental. I mean, their swings haven't changed. They're still hitting it good. It's just, in golf, it's just hard to get over the hump. It's like the kicker that misses, you know, it's like you, 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 that's hard to get over. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, I mean, they're announcing your name, all these yeah. people, they're on all sides of you and you're trying to just complete this one mechanical motion that you've done a million times. And it's like LeBron it's, with free throws or yeah. the wide receiver that runs wide open. It's like, well, you're running wide open because you can't catch when we throw it to you. <laughs> yeah. So and yeah, then, uh, it's, it's interesting. I saw a little bit of the of the third one. That one looks like it's about the lower rung guys and what they go through. Yeah, um, just trying to stay in competition. It's brutal. I think it definitely opens the eyes to a lot of people of what these guys go through. It's not just winning millions of dollars and being celebrity. It's a lot of work, a lot more work than other sports put into it. I would think. I mean. It's year round. These guys take off a month or two. And most of the time when they take off even two, three weeks, they're playing golf with their buddies on, you know, at their vacation homes or whatever. So 
Yeah, all conditions. They showed up to that one course and it looked like yeah. 25 mile an Southern hour winds. Yeah. They wanted still to play. Playing. They wanted to play it because then Oklahoma, that time of year, you could have 40 mile an hour from varying directions. So you got to get all the knowledge you can get. So it's definitely different. Yeah, it might be like that on Sunday. You don't know. Yeah. I think they had one day where it was semi windy at the PGA this year. So mm-hmm. obviously, the guys that got out there and did it and didn't wait till the weather was perfect to play practice rounds. So, nope. I think you probably, well, we don't ever see it, but there's probably a lot of guys making trips to Augusta this time of year when it's cooler because we've seen the last few years where we had days where it was super cold or rainy or the course was playing soft and they didn't really know how to play it. So, these guys get down there. Tiger and JT and Jordan and these guys go down there top secret mission trips and play with members and play in pretty much all kinds of weather. Yeah, they're ready. They're ready. Dustin Johnson, I noticed does not care what we think about anything about (laughs) what he just wants to play golf. Yep. I saw a thing where they were talking with him and maybe his wife and Wayne Gretzky about him and said, the day after the whole whistling straights thing where he, you know, ground his club, lost, lost the U S open or the U S open. He went like they were staying somewhere and Wayne's going to go play. And he's like, man, I'm not even going to call Dustin. Cause he's, you know, probably not feeling like it. And he's like 10 minutes later, he showed up the course and he's ready to play. He's like the guy, nothing phases him. He just doesn't care. I mean, that's a tough mindset to have to just not care. So, yeah. Probably shows to why he's been so good for so long. Doesn't care what people say. Doesn't care what people think. He just does his own thing. Oh, that's a massive advantage to be able to just shut the world out like yeah. that. And even even your own mistakes. Just in the I mean, it probably helps him that his father-in-law is one of the greatest hockey players in the history. Can help him, you know, get over any type of funk he's in or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I would say. I wonder if that played a part. Like, I need to have a pretty big bank account if I want to keep this chick. She I, expects a certain level of luxury. I think that guy has so much money, it doesn't even matter. It's just F you money at this point, you know? Yeah. I can't imagine she's cheap to maintain, though. Like, Brooks's wife, it showed on the thing. I mean, she's like, designer this, designer that, showing him all the stuff, and he's just sitting there staring into space like, She's talking to me and I have no idea what she's talking yeah. about. Cause he's just like thinking about what's going on. I'm just thinking about my swing. He's throwing the dog toy. Like, yeah, that looks good, babe. <laughs> Fuck. I suck at golf. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's a different dude. She's concerned. I don't know how many more L's she'll hang around for, but we'll see this. I week- would love for him to have an episode. If they do a season two about all these guys that people hate, like, yes, P Reed. Pat Perez, people like that. It's like, man, that would just be so great. Yes. If you can spin it so I end up liking P. Reed, then you're really then you're really producing something. I used to like him. I mean, the dude that like played in seven Monday qualifiers in a row and like cashed in every single event. It was a crazy stat to get his card. So then he just got to be a huge douche. So, yeah, he went from like lunch pail guy to entitled douche. Yeah. Really yeah. quickly. Doesn't take long. It <laughs> doesn't take many of those giant cardboard checks to turn you into mm-hmm. an asshole. This week, we have the Arnold Palmer Invitational at Arnold Palmer Bay and Lodge. 
an authentic American golf experience. That's what it says on the website. They got a spa down there, tennis courts, and the Arnold Palmer Golf Academy. Really a one-stop shop for uh, golf greatness. Have you ever been to this place? It looks awesome. I have not been to the course. I've driven by it many times. It's in Orlando. It's just over there by Alworth, kind of west northwest side of Orlando. That's where Arnold Palmer lived in the wintertime because obviously he's from Latrobe, so it's not great in the winter. But he built the course. To, it was like his baby. And so it's it used to be a different field, but now it's an elevated event. So we get all the big names playing this week. But um, it kind of one of those events that was really good. Then when Arnold died, it kind of faded off. But it's a good track. It's a good course. It's kind of, I don't know. I've, I've talked to people that have played it and said it's – not like the best course in the area, but it's a cool spot just because of that. It's got some tricky holes and stuff. So I'm looking see at a lot of repeat winners. Yeah, I'm looking at the past winners. Scotty Shuffler won it last year. Bryson Shamble, Rory, Jason Day, Tiger, of course. And a guy called Matt Every won it twice in 14 and 15. Yeah, he was he good for a while. It's almost 10 years ago, 2014. That's insane. So are we looking for like some some name brands in this one? Yeah, I think so. Elevated I mean, event. It's everybody in the top whatever forty nine of the top fifty are playing this week. So, ooh, it's uh, it's the same pretty much same field we got at Riviera, same field we got at uh, Waste Management. So, Rory, JT, Rom, Spieth, everybody. It's oh, uh, all the cool kids are going. The good one. <laughs> I think I saw today where it was like 10 years since Tiger won there. Uh, wow. Yeah, 2012 when he won. I think he was sick, like battling the flu, like a Jordan flu game in the rain, one by 11. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah. 11 shots. I think he's won, Tiger's won this tournament like a ton. Let's see. Yeah. 12, 8, uh, 2003, 2002, 2001, 2000. 2001, 2000. So three in a row. Not yeah. bad. But you got good. I mean, this is like one of those classic ones. You've got Ernie Els's one here. Uh, Freddie. Pretty much everybody who's everybody. Yeah. It's a cool spot. Yeah, cool looks tournament. Like a, looks like there's a lot of crocodiles or alligators per square feet on there. Yeah. That'd be great. See an alligator attack on live TV? Well, maybe that wouldn't be great, but it would be interesting. It's we got another. Those, it's another one of those weeks where we could get a Scotty Scheffler repeat. So. Oh, uh, he's repeated a- every. And he's repeated at waste management. Re- if he repeats here, now we're. Looking at the Masters, maybe, or the match play in a couple weeks. So, I don't know. It's one of those guys that just starts feeling it and winning tournaments. That's what so, uh, Full Swing just taught me. If I think he's maybe one of these guys that plays really good at the first year and then just either loses it or puts it in cruise control. So It's a real difference between... They showed, they showed Scotty Scheffler and Kapka sort of a juxtaposition of one guy losing his mind and one guy just walking down the street, like not a care in the world. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> I think, uh, and then the comment Brooks said, well, I don't even know who won the Masters last year. And they were like, Scotty Scheffler. And he's like, oh, yeah, of course, whatever. So <laughs> it seemed to be like, to me, that Scotty Scheffler was like his nemesis or he just couldn't, I don't know if maybe he couldn't handle him or something or thought maybe this guy's way too good for me or something. I don't know. Cause he uh, had mentioned, you know, like he's out there shooting 62 and all this stuff. I can't shoot that low. And so, yeah. Yep. Getting in his own head. We got another, we got a plus 650 for John Rahm. I didn't see John Rahm on the past winners list. Yeah. He's just playing five so of well seven. Right yeah. Five of seven wins. That's going to get you in there. That's crazy. People play their whole careers and don't win five or even one. Nah. I mean, I guess five right now. I think Rom and Scotty and Rory are so far ahead of everybody. It's, you know, those three jockey for number one in the world week to week. This is another one where they're head to head. I think the number one can change this week too. back to maybe Rory or Rom, but they got to beat Scotty pretty bad. Wow. So that's why the number, yeah, then it jumps to 20 to one right away for Xander Shoffley, Tony Fino. These guys yeah. are like in a different class than those. I two. mean, because I was looking for top 20s and I was like, man, you got to go super deep to even get plus 100. You got to go, what, eight players deep to even get basically even money. See, that's why I like the John Deere. <laughs> <laughs> These name brands, they're all so good at golf. I can't wait till the John Deere's an elevated event. Oh, they're going to do that? Well, supposedly they're going to rotate around events. But they don't say which one. So whoever ponies up the money. So if John Deere, you know, maybe has a good year in the next two or three years, uh, you know, farm equipment starts selling hot again, then. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. If the world ends and everybody has to start farming again, we, John Deere will be an elevated event. John Deere will be crushing it then. Yeah. We'll be burning cardboard checks for warmth at that point. Jason Day plus 125 for a top 20. He's won here. Yeah. He's been playing good. Trending a little bit. Spieth. This isn't a Jordan Spieth course, huh? His odds are pretty long. To no. win, I think he's 40 to 1. 45 to 1. I think he like does that. very well in Florida. That's yeah. I'd have to look and see what his record is at Florida, but I don't think it's very good at all. And Love we've got too thick for Florida. quite a few Florida tournaments coming up. I don't know if it's the grass or what. Yeah, could be. McElroy won here in 18, so. Yeah, yeah I suppose that's, uh, that's just how it's going to be. Well, let's start with the top 20s. I have no idea about the top 20s other than Jason Day. That is my one brilliant idea for this episode. Yeah, Smitty sent me a couple picks that he thought would do well, which, uh, I mean, they were good picks. Um, but, I mean, you have, like, he had Tyrell Hatton at plus 130 and Max Homa basically at plus 100, so even money. Like that, Homa can get a top 20. I think he's going to do really well this week based on the heartbreak at Riviera, you know, just almost beating Rom. So I, I like him this week too. Um, yeah. That's gotta be a motivator. 
some of the guys I had Where's just my... down for top 20s that looked like pretty decent was like Tom Kim's at 170, Bradley at 210, Spieth at 190, Fowler was at 200. He's a Florida guy. He lives close to here. Um, Sahith Thagala was at 260. Chris Kirk, winner last week, is at 250. He was getting wow. no respect. What's that about? I mean, he played well, other than yeah. when he hit it off the brick. Yeah, but, I mean, some guys like that that haven't won in forever when they win, you know, and you went on a pretty difficult course like Honda, like come to another course kind of similar. I don't know. It looked similar to me going into 18, going into some of these holes. Maybe he repeats, and he's like a plus 8,000 for a win. So, Yeah, I mean – Kind of just break that mental seal, and all of a sudden, now we can do it. Or you just wait till, like, wait, like Smitty did. He waited till Sunday morning to bet Chris Kirk and then bet it. Thought he put his, didn't put his bet in, rebet it, and then he had two on him. And he, so he's sitting there watching the tournament with a double bet, not, you know, <laughs> he was stressing a little bit. It worked out good for him. <laughs> yeah. When that ball went in the water, he probably was pretty upset. I, I thought, oh, man, this is going to be – we're not going to win this week. Nope. It's going to be a classic tale of almost – nope, not on this show. No. We just, we just win. All right. So who's on our official top 20 list? Um, got... Max Homa is at 100. I like that. Um, Tyrell Hatton at 130. Hatton. That's the other one I didn't know. Yeah. I still like Keegan and uh, Ricky and Jordan Spieth. Yeah, I'm, I, I like Jordan Spieth a little more. He's not such a, you know, I thought he was more of an asshole. He seems yeah. like a pretty cool guy. I like him at the match plates. We're going, that's in next week or the week after. That's in Austin where he went to college. And, of course, he played a lot. So that's going to be uh, good for the Texas boys next. I think it's next week, maybe the week after. Yeah, these events are really starting to roll now. Now, top tens, we're really going to have to dig for some uh, what you call value. I would assume. Oh, no, really? Scotty Scheffler, top 10 plus 105. That's a lock, is it not? That's, yeah, that's pretty good. That's like the bet of the century. One of my friends, Brian Hancock, said he listens to all the episodes, so I'll give him a shout out. Brian's a man. It's, it's exactly the kind of people we want on board. The people who watch every single one. I mean, why wouldn't you? It's yeah. a money-making proposition. Might not even have to go to work. I skipped a Monday or two last year. <laughs> not a bad idea. Colin Morikawa, plus 200. Homa, worse odds than Morikawa. That's crazy. Yeah. I feel like we're going to crush the top 10s and 20s this week. Morikawa's kind of been... I don't know if he's not playing good, but usually when we start to doubt him, that's when he wins. So that's one of the guys you got to watch out for. I did have him down for a top 10 because I thought, yeah, he feels like he's slided. He's not getting as much respect as some of these guys. So that plays a part. They're, you know, just like uh, boxers, football players, anybody that's yeah. motivated by loss, they're motivated by people saying they can't do it. Yeah. Smitty actually had Tyrell Haddon for a previous winner for a top 10 at 300. 
And then picked JT for a top 10 at 380. So I don't know. I feel like yeah. JT's kind of just in the gray area these days. Yeah. Yeah. He seems like he struggles a little bit like Kepka. He worries about stuff. Yeah. He was, I'd have to look. He was in a pretty good pairing too. They had the pairings out yesterday and he was in a group, pretty decent group with, uh, he might've been playing with Max Homa and Tyrell Hatton. I think. Tyrell Hatton. He's clearly going to be on the ticket this week. Where is he? Previous winner. That's all I, you know, that's kind of my system. I see a guy who won before and I say, Hey, what about that guy? Plus 300. Yep. I think we're going to, I think we're going to make our money on the top tens and twenties this week. It's what it's going to be one of these three Rom Scheffler or Rory who win most likely. Um, yeah. Unless see, it's a, uh, a Morikawa oh. breakout or a Kirk streak that he gets on which 80 to 1 for a guy who just won a tournament that's pretty nuts well jt's playing with scotty shuffler and fitzpatrick round one uh so they'll kind of push each other rory's playing with max home and tyrell hatton so that's a pretty good group that should keep hatton in the in the mix yeah because i think those guys are mackerel and homer kind of buddied up so that should be good yeah I like uh, Chris Kirk also at pl- plus 600 for a top 10. Yeah, that's crazy. The guy just uh, the guy just won. Justin Rose is at 550. That's pretty good. There's so many good bets, like the 10s and 20s. I mean, I think you could just go through and pick big-name guys that you're getting 200-ish odds, and you're going to make a little extra money. Ricky Fowler plus 450 for a top 10. I feel more comfortable with a top 20. 20 I think yeah. Ricky Fowler. I don't think he's top 10 ish yet, but it would be cool if he won. Uh, I'd love to see him back at the Masters. So he's getting win. in these events, so he must be moving up the point status to where he can get in. So maybe he'll be able to get into the match play. What's the threshold to get it? You have to have so many um, tour okay. points. Uh, I think it's world ranking for the match play. Uh, okay. Um, but JT's still at 250. Victor Hovland's 250 also, which is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, these guys are all going to be going to be in the mix. I'm a little surprised by the Max Homa odds because he's been playing well and he's pissed off. Yeah. Oh, next week is the players' championship. So that's a a big, big fourth major or fifth major. Uh, Now, is golf like basketball or something where you're looking ahead to that next event and you're not totally focused on this one? Some of these guys are probably looking to next week or using this week as like a. I don't say a warm up, but like a, a warm up to just get into form before. Like, um, that's why a lot of guys used to play in Houston the week before Augusta because Houston would set it up essentially like Augusta, similar speeds, mow the fairways the same, so that way guys could go and feel like they were getting some competitive rounds on, you know, a very close test. So, 
They don't usually trick Bay Hill up, but it could be different this year. I don't know if they're going to trick it up just since the players is next week, but the players next week is big time. Um, I don't know if Tiger's playing next week or not. It'd be interesting to see. He will if he can, I bet. The guy, yeah. he, he still definitely has the want to play. Yeah. I think he's still probably rehabbing from Riviera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that guy's hes in a constant state of rehabilitation from something. He can barely walk. Just yeah. fucking just walked eight miles, can't hardly walk. Got his ass kicked. And he comes back. He's Tiger Woods. He's not like the rest of us. He can just show up and win a tournament one day. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I just looked. It said that, that the pairings or the uh, field would be out on Friday. So that must mean that the deadline is Thursday for sign up. So. There you go. Get your uh, reservations. So, what's our official top ten? Um, uh, Max Homa at two twenty. Love that one. JT three eighty. Tyrell Haddon three hundred. And then uh, those are Smitties. And then I like uh, Chris Kirk at six. Smitties. I like Chris Kirk at six hundred. And uh, Rose five fifty. And just, I mean, just, I think you could, if you want some easy money, maybe like a Victor Hovland or Markow at 200. So you could kind of flip a coin for those two guys. Yep. I'm a little swayed now by the, all the, now I've watched a couple episodes and now there's guys I like. (laughs) Now you know too much. That's the problem. Yep. Now I know too much. Exactly. It was better when you knew nothing because then you could just pick by the names. <laughs> yep. Scotty Scheffler top 10 plus 105. I don't know why there's a plus in front of that, but I want to put an irresponsible amount of money on that. I'm not going to, but I want to. That's tough. Because, boy, I'd hate to lose an irresponsible amount of money on golf, something I am very recreational about. <laughs> We're right too early in the season to start. Uh, yeah. We can make it up. I think you make it up. Let's just load all the winnings on there for one. All right. Tournament winner. Do we, are we just going to have a, well, I guess we'll have those three and then we'll have some, uh, some dudes that only Adam knows. The odds are really good. I mean, I would go Scotty, Rom and Rory. Scotty's at 900. Rom at 650. Rory at 900. And then me and Smitty both had home at 2200 coming off that Riviera loss. Mm -hmm. And then, Cantley at two hundred or two thousand, and then I, if you're looking for a long shot bet, I don't know if it's going to pan out or not. But oh, Sam, Sam Burns at fifty five hundred. Look at that, fifty five hundred. Ricky Fowler's down there at fifty five hundred too. Yeah, Justin Rose, Tommy Fleetwood. It's clear so he, that there's three guys ahead of the world because it goes from nine hundred to two thousand like really quick. We don't even have a 12 or a 1400 like normal in there. No, 659, 920 to one. (laughs) And then you go all the way to JT and then it bumps to 3000. And then you go, you know, past Jordan, then it goes to 5000. So it, the, I don't know, it's a pretty deep field to have those long odds for, you know, just saying three guys are going to win and the rest are just playing for fun. I mean, Finau's at 2000. So I don't know. He's another guy I like more now that I watched 
yeah full swing too he's a pretty cool guy i'm a little surprised homa's not like the in-between guy at Heck. 14 to 1 or something i don't know how he's not i don't know it's just weird they must just be looking at three guys that rom's winning everything and then two guys that have won there before yep that makes sense that's sort of their logic yeah I mean, there is an opposite field event this week, too, at Puerto Rico. If you really wanted to get super, you know, into golf. Oh. Hey, did Gooch win that live event last week? No, I thought Charles I thought Howell he, won. He was leading. Charles Howell won. Uh, he played, he shot 64 the last day and won by four, I think. But for a while, I think there was four Oklahoma State guys in the top five. So it was a pretty Oklahoma State heavy field. And I mean, Charles Howell hasn't won in a long time. Uh, gets, gets his first live win, but gets the first win in a while, which is good for that dude. He's a super nice guy. You know, it's just in his 40s, he's not winning. He plays a million tournaments a year. And live golf is a good transition for him when he's got kids that are super active. And his son's a really good golf, junior golfer. So, his yeah. whole driving force for leaving was um, after he played in the John Deere and then he left because he wanted to play in the John Deere for his last event because that's the first event he played in. But he said, my kids are playing stuff. I want to have more time to spend with my kids. He doesn't, you know, he goes over to Asia and plays a few events yeah. for world ranking points, but he's not getting in the majors. He's not, he's kind of over that whole thing. So yeah, he's a super, he really- super nice guy. He really fits the bill of somebody yeah. who would go to live. Like you're not really winning at this level anymore. Yeah. You could win. And he just did win. And, and like, like Dustin Johnson said, show me somebody who's going to take less work <laughs> and more money and, and turn that down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now they're all in, they're in all four majors. So I don't know what happened with that, but the P, even the PJ backed off a little bit. PJ of America, not the PJ tour. So. I think they I just wanted surprised. to follow suit with Augusta and the U.S. Open. I think in the end, whatever Augusta says is what's going to go. But like the British Open and the U.S. Open, technically they're open events. So let's say they say if you're on live, you're not pre-qualified. You got to go to your local qualifier. Well, if I'm signed up for a local qualifier here in Iowa and I'm paired with Brooks Kefka, like, and they're giving two spots to the next round. I mean, you might as well just say, uh, cool, I just want to play around with Brooks Kepka because you ain't going to beat the guy. Unless it's <laughs> yeah. at your home track and he's never been there. He flew in on a red eye and he's hung over. You ain't being in there no matter where. Oh, man. I mean, those guys, are just, those guys are just way better than everybody. I mean, they're not the top. I mean, the bottom 50 guys in the tour would go to any local qualifier and just annihilate people. So. It's yeah, it's, it's like cool when they talk there. about football and NCAA, it's yeah. different. Those guys are different. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh there was a there's a clip out this week of one of the guys that's a running back that was at Alabama and said they said, What's the difference between the NCAA and NFL? And he goes, It's not even close. He's like the speed the same thing. <laughs> he's like, I played SEC and they were like, What about Big Ten? And he's like, I don't know, I only played SEC teams, but that's pretty much as close as you can get to the NFL, and it's not even close. Yeah. And it's I mean, the same between golf tours. It's the same between 
G League and NBA, it's the same with every sport. I mean. Yeah, the but, guy chasing you closed the bar last night. He's hung over his shit. Yeah. That in the NFL, they're trained killing machines who run four three forties. They're gonna catch you. But I mean, if you're at your local qualifier and you know, say it's the Oklahoma one, well, there's about a dozen guys on live that live in Oklahoma. Uh, you're not beating Taylor Gooch on any course down there. The guy's gonna hit it past you. The guy's gonna have a better short game. But just because he's on live doesn't mean he's terrible anymore. I mean, right? <laughs> he still still plays golf. I mean, if I'm if Phil Mickelson or maybe uh, Chase Kepka's in my qualifier, yeah, I feel like I might have shot, but yeah, I, oh yeah, you some of these guys that, that were shooting in the '80s last week and live, I, I think I still have it on my phone. I looked up because I was just keeping track of the scores to see if Charles in the Howard '80s. Went. Yeah, there was a there was a couple guys that shot eighty rounds. Let's see, yeah, so. Uh, you don't Ken, see that on the PGA duo. No, it's uh, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. While he's looking, I'm going to throw my uh, my winner out as Justin Thomas. I'm taking Justin Thomas all the way across the board. Nice. Top 20, top 10 winner. Chris so yeah, you have a uh, Chase Kepka shot 74, 81, 73. Ooh. Kim shot 82, 77, 77. I I told my wife, I said, I'm not a tour player by any means, but I feel like on that course in Mayakoba, I probably could have broke 75, at least three rounds and probably finished T43 and cashed a pretty nice check. (laughs) So are they using normal human scoring in live now? It's not back. They have the team, but they're only playing 54 holes. But I mean, Uh. If you look at the 36 hole for typical what's at Mayakoba, probably only the top 12 of these guys would have actually made the cut at Mayakoba on the PGA Tour event. Ooh. Yeah, I think we learned through all this that Augusta does call the shots. Yeah, for I the think PGA to back off of that because they really yeah. stuck their feet in the ground. They have changed some of the requirements. So, like, I think it was live or, uh, British Open or U.S. Open eliminated one of the requirements that was like a semi-loophole for live guys to get in. So I think eventually you'll see the overall world golf ranking like requirement go away, and it's going to be ranking on tour or past winners or whatever. I still think if you're playing in a U.S. Open or a British Open, it should be, unless you want a major and you have the major exemption, you should be you should have to play in all the qualifiers. Like if it's an open, make everyone play qualifiers. Yeah. Otherwise, what are we doing? What is an open? What is a qualifier? President's cup, Ryder cup um, exemption. That's what they took off because you have a lot of guys on live that are president's cup and Ryder cup guys. So that's the exemption to get them out of that. It almost seemed, it almost seemed like these guys cared more about the Ryder cup than the majors or anything else. Yeah. Now there's rumors out this week that Liv and PGA Tour, I might have talked about it last week, or supposedly, I don't know if it's true, but Greg Norman and the PGA commissioner have talked about an event, like a Ryder Cup style event between those two guys, or those two oh. tours. Why would the Liv do that? I think money ratings, it's going to be. 
What would the handicap be, Adam? They get destroyed. Would they? The US, yeah, the uh, U.S. the the PJ Tour would destroy him, but I think it would be everyone would watch. You'd be oh, dumb yeah. not to. Yeah. It'd be, Tickets uh, would it'd be, be insane. A... The lo- the logistics of it would be the only thing to work out. I mean, but it's like thinking about it now, the PGA Tour looks at it like, okay, if we do this. Their lawsuits null and void because we just partnered with them on an event. Oh, they laughed over Brandy when they think, thought of this one. I almost think about it as I'm thinking about it now. I'd I'd love to hear what people say, but if this is like some shady way for them to get out of the lawsuit, <laughs> or if it's a shady way for Liv to get out of the lawsuit, because they don't want to release all their financials and see where their money's coming from. So it could be. Maybe they both have some way like we got to get this case thrown out. We neither one of us want to do it. Neither one of us want to release all our information. So yeah. what could we do to get this case thrown out? It's like, you know, if wow, know, it, we could collaborate, it would totally, it would totally make the, the lawsuits all null and void because you're coexisting by having an yeah. event together. They're already coexisting yeah, by letting them in the majors. So they can't say that. PJ tours against them or whatever. What are they excluding you from at this point? They're yeah. in all the majors. If they have an event together, I mean, I think the lawsuits just go away. Yep. Boy, it'd be embarrassing for the live tour, but they probably wouldn't care. Yeah. I mean, it'd be a real, uh, you know, Avengers end game. Good against evil. Yeah. On the golf course. But yeah, the it'd Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico open. If you're looking for a, Couple of long shot events you can get uh Gliglig at seven thousand to win. So oh, I like that. Oh Gliglig? Yeah, Max McGreevy at ten thousand. Oh Max McGreevy, that's that's straight up disrespectful. Gonna start I'm just gonna take him every week in every event he's playing until he wins. Cause he will. Okay. That's a, that, that's some Smitty shit right there. Yeah. yeah. That's a Smitty move right there. Yeah, the one I saw that the only reason I looked is I was looking for this kid who was uh um he's been on a lot. He played pretty good at the web.com event a couple weeks ago, but his name's Ashka Bahadia. I think that's how you say his name. He's at plus twenty five hundred. Oh yeah, there he is. This kid was like the junior kid that beat everyone in the world, didn't want to go to college, went to tour at like seventeen years old. It's kind of been all over the place. He's left-handed, but man, he's got some game and it's starting to come around. So that's the only reason I looked, but yeah, Cameron Piercy at 2,800. It's a pretty good bet too. Man, that's gotta be fun down in Puerto Rico playing a golf oh, event. Glorious. <laughs> glorious. Yeah. The web guys have been like in Puerto Rico, Panama, Mexico. It's like, man, the oh, tour guys man. are fighting weather in Southern California and these guys are playing in, on islands. It's, yeah. Like resorts. Yeah. I mean, it's not fun if you're not making the cut, you just drop 12 grand to stay at a five-star resort. Oh yeah. That's really, it's gambling is what it is. You're really betting on yourself. Yeah. I mean, you got to fly there. You know, if you fly private, that's probably what 20 grand to fly down there. And then, man. You're you're at a resort. I mean, you're in a resort area, so you're stuck paying resort prices. It's going to be jacked because there's an event there. So you're looking at it's all good. Did you uh, hear the um, 
uh, speech Biden gave the other day, he's gonna he was gonna eliminate some of those resort fees for those PGA guys. So, well, thank God he's tackling <laughs> the real issues. Yeah, he was getting after the resort fees, so we weren't gonna get. That no is more the that. biggest problem in America that I can think of right now is yeah. resort. Yeah, fees. it's the these fees they just tack on and they don't have a description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to know resort what it's fees. for. I don't want to. I don't need to know what was in the train or what happens when it burns. I need to know where that seven fifty went. When I go to resort, if my room's clean and the drinks are cold and the food's hot, like that's pretty much my end game for a vacation. There. Yep. Exactly. Well, what we got? We got our winners. We got our top twenties. I mean, I didn't even look at the props to see if there was any. Yep. That was my next stop. Is this one of those? uh, Hold them one courses. Let's see. I would think so. Props. It's a Palmer course. You would think that? the par threes are going to be pretty fun. Will there be an albatross 14 to one? Wire to wire winner when you got only three guys who are seriously in contention, unless we have uh, some sort of breakout. I love that John Rom's a minus 5,000 to miss the cut <laughs> or to make the cut. So, yeah. That's just money laundering. If you bet that you're just trying to wash money. I bet I'm not terrible props. Winner in the final groups, terrible money. Yeah. Hole in ones, tr- terrible money this week. What if there's Ew. a play- playoff special? Yes. 1100. Three or more. Four or more. 6,500. Now that might be interesting. For a $2 bet. Man. Plus, how fun would that be? Even a three a three playoff with Rory, Scotty, and... Oh, we've got Rory, Scotty. Yeah. Scotty, let's see. Rom, Rory, Scotty Scheffler, and Max Homa, or JT, oh, or Spieth. And that would be epic That's television. Yeah. That's... That's shut the phone off stuff. There's so many good prop bets this week. Winner to birdie the 72nd hole. I guess I never dug this far to find this one. Oh, you can you can bet on whatever the winner does on the 72nd hole. Uh, birdie or bogey or worse. Eagle, 300 to 1. I guess that doesn't happen. To lead, or, to lead after round one and win. That's pretty good. 2,800 for Rom. 5,000 for Scotty. That's a nice uh, wire-to-wire protection, too. Yeah, because, I mean, they could play bad the second and third round as long as they win. Yeah. Tom Kim at 18,000. That's pretty good because he shoots a low score usually round one. Tom Kim, first round. Where are my first round leaders? Some golfer props to lead after round one and win. Wire-to-wire. Oh, you can go player specific on the holes and ones. What's Thegla? Might throw a dollar on Thegla at ninety to one just to root for him. This must not be his kind of course. <laughs> his odds are long. I don't even know what kind of courses that guy plays good at anymore. Just so uh, hit or miss. Yeah, he's he just smacks the ball as hard as he can, and we'll see where it goes. If it's consistent, we'll have a good weekend. If not, we'll feagle it up. All right. What else we got on here? That's about all I got other than thanking the people. 
Top 20s, top 10s. All right. Fucking 48 minutes. This is a beefy episode of Plus Money Golf. We get get Smitty back. We'll go an hour. Between his internet cutting out, yeah, we'll probably that's tax on another five to ten minutes. (laughs) Sorry, Smitty. True. Yep. That's not going to fly with the live shows, Smitty. You got to get hardwired in. All right. Thanks, people. We only had that on a few episodes. It wasn't a big deal. Nah. Minor. Minor. Didn't prevent us from winning money. So we're all good. Thank you, people, for listening. Thank you, Adam and Smitty, for your hard work. Sending in the picks. If you haven't already, throw us one of those five-star reviews on Apple, Spotify, whatever app you're listening on. It only takes a few seconds, and it helps us out a ton. Or tell one of your friends to listen to the show. They trust you. They'll listen to your opinion. Uh, We got a Facebook group going. We got a TikTok page. Plus money golf is fun for all ages. We got a discord channel. Now we got a golf channel on the discord. Wait, it's a discord server and it's a golf channel. I don't know. I'm not young enough to know these terms. All I know is it exists. All right. Best of luck with your bets this weekend. We'll see you right back here next Tuesday night for more plus money opportunities. Adam, say something cool that golfers say. Price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> That's my favorite one. Now. Thanks for listening to Plus Money Golf. <laughs> Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, keep up with the show on Facebook and Instagram at Plus Money Golf and on Twitter at PSR Golf. Until next time. <laughs>